Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 927 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Good morning, good morning. I got Brian and Bowl in the studio. It's warm outside. It's nice it's outside. Nice. The, the humidity's not high. The window's the, open. To, the temperatures today. are comfortable. You had the top down, it I a, saw. It is a day to go to the fair. All right. It yes. is a day to go to the fair. And you can go park at the Rotary parking lot that is located on Peoria Road right next to the United Community Bank. Perfect awesome. segue. Yeah, awesome. I will be there tomorrow, uh, all day, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Unfortunately, it is supposed to rain tomorrow, which is unfortunate. It was going to be a beautiful day yeah, uh, tomorrow, the whole week. Stick kept, around. The weather the, will change. The, the, the yeah. news kept saying, oh, Sunday's perfect. Sunday's beautiful. I'm like, yes, I worked 12 hours at the fair. Last night, I was watching the news. I will not say on air what I said when I saw the weather report. <laughs> now I got to wear my poncho. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I'm trying to stay dry. It yeah. sucks. But then maybe it'll change. Hey, but you know, it's Illinois. Yep. If you don't like the weather, wait a bit. Yeah. I, we could get one of those rain things that went through yesterday. Yeah, and, that was crazy. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. For a few minutes. I and mean, then it was 30 minutes. Blue sky, and then it was sunshine. perfect outside. Yep. A little humid. Yeah. A little humid. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't, uh, you know, a right. squall line. <laughs> that's basically we what that came storm through. and then it was over. And yeah, the rest of the day was great. So hopefully tomorrow will be similar to that. And yeah. Hopefully. Well, I hope not for the, the, the wind storm because we yeah. have a tent. Oh, do you? And I don't know who's helping me. I, I have I have helpers. Uh, oh. I'm not the only one there, and they're not really helpers. They're more colleagues that work with me because I'm not in charge by any means. Uh, sure. But taking the thing down quickly because of a storm is difficult. Oh, yeah, for to, sure. To say the least. So we may, depending on the weather, may not even put it up. Oh, okay. Just because you got to take it down. Yeah. So I'll watch the weather report. And hour if it's by. rain, if it's raining, you'd be all muddy. Oh, and, I'll uh, be watching the. Uh, I'll be watching the the weather radar and hour by hour and keeping up on that because it's gonna be it's gonna be necessary. And every, you do that when you go out to the fair anyway. You keep an eye on yeah. Before you go out there, because it's expensive to go to the fair. Oh yeah, for sure. You got to pay for parking, and then you got to pay to get in. And then you got to pay. I'm surprised you don't have show. to pay to get out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Don't that, give them any yeah, ideas. Don't give them ideas, man. <laughs> yeah, don't give them any ideas. Like, more money, <laughs> more money. You got in, but you cannot leave. <laughs> the free exit is the opposite side of the fairgrounds you have to from where you had to get out. <laughs> the free exit is on the opposite side of the fairgrounds from where you left. Uh, where you entered. Yeah, yeah. Don't give them any ideas. That's not I right. like the ad. You have to yeah. watch an ad in order to get out. <laughs> Sorry, I, I made myself a little bit irritable by saying that because be talking between talking about that and just raising costs of things, one of the oh. articles you sent me was Disney Plus is raising their right. subscription again. Yeah. Uh, again. Yeah, you again. 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 So again. They I, just raised it, Yeah, too. it wasn't too long ago. It actually yeah. prompted me to look up earlier what the original price was, and in November of 2019, it was $12.99 to get Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, and uh, ESPN. ESPN. And now it's 
$13.99 for just Disney Plus. Yeah. So, so they cut the other two out. Yep. And, and raise the prices. And Hulu's what? $7.99, $8.99, something for like that? For the ad supported tier. Yeah, for the ad supported. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, yeah. oh, sorry. What is it for the not ad supported tier? I'm pretty tier? sure it's the 11 12 I, I don't know exactly what say, it wow. is, but it's like 11 I, or $12.99. Yeah, I'm going to say, I think it's $12.99, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I might in be... order to get Disney Plus. And ESPN's actually the more, I think, the most expensive of yeah. the three. So. so really, they tripled the price. Yeah, because yeah. it's thirteen bucks, give or take, for all three of them, right? Each right. instead of so in just for one. four years they right. tripled the price and uh, what was the other thing? Sorry, oh, there's something else. I the, well, the password sharing too. That, yeah. They're Thank they're you. they're looking yep. they're looking to do what Netflix did. They want to charge you if yep. you share your password now too. The CEO actually said in there, this opens new opportunities to help raise our business. It's like so to charge more money for giving the exact same amount of content and bandwidth. Right. You just charge. Start charging more. Everything goes. Crackdown stuff. Everything just keeps, like like you're saying, just going up. I mean, and you're not getting any more content. You're not getting any more out of this other Uh, than the price. Except at BLH Computers. Yep. Where we have not raised our prices. In over 10 years. Holy cow. That's amazing. It is still the same price to fix your computer. 100 bucks flat fee. Oh. Same price it's always been. And it comes with the BLH guarantee. When you buy a computer, you get the BLH guarantee, so you never have to pay for parts or labor on your computer. The computers have changed. The, well, the yeah. specs keep going. The specs keep going up, yeah. Oh, yeah. but the prices stay the same. Right. We just put a different computer behind that price tag. Yeah. Nice. And it's always a better one than was there last time. Oh, it's not like you get less for more. You get more for the same. Right. And and the computers, I mean, they're constantly changing. Oh, yeah. you, we you always buy, are upgrading. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we always are upgrading the specs that uh, that are going in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that, that's one thing we've not done. Uh, we haven't raised the price for television recycling. We haven't that's, raised the price. Everything has been the same. That's amazing. That's amazing. We, we do our best to cut where we have to cut to make things to where the customer doesn't have to impact it or feel it. Mm. Wow. Wow. And you can't go anywhere else. You can't go anywhere else. Apparently like you that. can't go to Disney and ask that same thing. No. Because <laughs> they're just going to raise, they're just going <laughs> to no. jack up that price over and over again. If we, if we ran our business like Disney, we'd be, the cheapest computer would be $400, but you'd get the $200 computer and the BLH guarantee would cost extra. <laughs> well, and, so. and, and this is great too, because school is starting up oh, uh, yeah. next week. So a lot of people need a, another laptop or another oh, yeah. computer. It, it's always helpful. I mean, the schools sometimes give Chromebooks out. Chromebooks are not the greatest thing ever. And you can have a, a regular Windows machine with access to their Google Cloud yeah. network for the Chromebook to where they have access to the school's stuff, but you can use your computer for the research, your computer for the typing of everything, your computer for the work. It doesn't have to be the school's Chromebook that uh, that does it because they lock out a lot of a like lot of everything, things. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. a school computer. It's, right. You're, it's you're a basically having a down OS. Yeah, you're right, having the school's computer lab in your house. So it's that locked down. 
you can't do other things with so, it. Some of the earlier generation Chromebooks have a soldered on memory, so the storage capacity of them is now smaller than the standard Windows installation. So some of the first generation Chromebooks can't even run current Windows because they just don't contain enough storage space. Yeah. So if you couple that with any of your documents you might want to save to it, you run out of space on those things Fast. immediately. It's, you're required to use cloud storage. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a uh, issue in the lab, was it last week, that uh, they had an HP stream that is capable of running Windows 10 when it was built. Oh. But it is no longer capable of running Windows 10 now. Yep. And it won't go Windows 11. Why is space? Just oh. Slight the, memory is hard, the memory is hard soldered to the board. I can't increase it. There is no expansion port. I can't do anything at all. Oh, wow. I cannot upgrade it. It is what it is, and it will always be that. Yep. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, that's why we don't sell HP streams. We only sell business-grade computers, which are designed to ebb and flow with the business as it grows <laughs> yep. so yeah. that we can add more to it later. You don't have to go with the biggest of everything the day you buy it. You can add more to it a year or two down the road. And really, parts are free as long as they're in stock. If you bring your computer into us and tell us it's running slow and you bought it from us, the first thing we're going to do is upgrade the RAM. Right. Yep. Because that's the easiest way to increase well, if it. Well, if you bought it a, a little while ago and it has a hard disk drive in the it, manual, we'll, yeah. that's the very well, first yeah. thing we'll do. And yeah, that's, and that's if you did buy, difference. if you have ever bought a BLH computer uh, machine and it is actually running Windows 10. It does still have to be running Windows 10. Yep. Uh, and you have a mechanical drive. You can bring it in for a free upgrade to the uh, solid states. That's just, we've been offering yeah. that forever. Most people eventually flow in because of you bring in your issue computer for there, whatever yeah. issue you're having and you get a new hard drive because we upgrade you to a solid state because no computer leaves our building without a solid state hard drive yeah. if it's one of ours. Huge, huge difference too. I mean, oh, it, I mean it's just night, night and day. day. Yeah, yeah, night, night and day. day. It's like 10, 10, 20 seconds to boot up the computer compared to like five, six minutes, minutes which yeah. seems like eternity. I, I don't think it's five to six minutes. It seems like five yeah. to six minutes. <laughs> but it seems like eternity, though. You got to give me that. You got to give but me that. That is one thing we tell people. It's a night and day difference. This is a drastic difference. You should notice a difference in the usability and, of the machine. And again, if you bought it from us, that is a free upgrade. And we, your serial number's on file with us, we know. All right. Well, we need to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. The phone lines are open. Welcome back to 92.7, the BOH show. Uh, oh, phone lines off air we can't yeah. talk about. Right. <laughs> We, we did talk about designing an app, though, for that. We so, did. Yeah. We, we design an app. Design so if an anybody app. has app building skills, they can feel free to contact BLH later to discuss this further. But uh, yeah. well, I don't know if it would make it to the Google Play Store or the iOS Store because of the cybersecurity that they implement on a lot of those apps. Well, the issue well, we were discussing is how does a single parent take two young children to the fair easily? Sure. Because it, it's difficult. So we were just discussing that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, back to you know back to the you know the App Store. Android released a bunch of apps that were released to the Play Store, but are actually malware yeah. apps. There's like a whole yeah. list of yeah. these. Android does it. Apple doesn't. 
There were, Apple has like a, a choker chain yeah, on they anything that goes into the security. Apple store. And the ones that were found on the Android store, they were from a third-party security who goes through various apps on iOS and Android and checks them with their own proprietary software to see if there's any data leak or any data access that uh, you know you wouldn't want from just a standard app. And uh, what was really crazy is the vast majority majority of these are ones that offer rewards. Yeah. So if like you're going through, you're just playing your game or you're clicking on coupons or whatever it is, if the app promises to pay you or promises to you know send you something, uh, a lot of the times they are collecting additional data outside of the app on you and that's that's crazy i mean it's like you're they're selling your information yeah. you know i mean that's on what it, yeah, it's, hey at it's, least you're getting paid for it yeah, True. you sure are so well hey, maybe you get that facebook money for it we actually just <laughs> mentioned that before the show about oh. how uh the facebook class action settlement and brian was like you had to have an account to do it well i think if your photos have ever showed up on facebook you can join the class action suit but i believe you would have to go and create an account to do that Facebook almost guaranteeably has your information as it is. They just don't You're have just like going a to clarify it. Yeah, you just clarify it for them. You say, yes, that's me, and this is my stuff. So... Like you just said, at least you're getting paid for it with these apps because your data is being collected. And and how much do you no get for the what? class action lawsuit? Twenty four bucks or something yeah, like that. Something like that. It, it's very it's yeah. very little. You have until what August twenty fifth. Well, the Facebook plot. one that was actually the face is that the we, Facebook biometric one that they already no, paid this, out. No, this one here is a different one. Okay, this is another Facebook one. That's oh because the biometric <laughs> yeah, one was only yeah. the the biometric one was only for Illinois because, yeah, because Illinois, Illinois got the only one with that law. Yeah, those laws. This one here is for everybody, not just Illinois. But that's how important this sort of stuff is. Is there's several class action lawsuits over various websites just simply collecting user data, and if they're not storing it appropriately, or if they're selling it, or or oh, yeah. if they're collecting it against your wishes, that's where these class actions come into. Well, and, you, and you brought up a good point, too, with the Android one about the uh, rewards, points.com. They just had a yep. major vulnerability, and a lot of information got leaked yeah. through there. So, yeah, it's all... It's, it's and that's a points... Uh, rewards. ...website that many, many airlines use. They all use the exact same points system. So if you go through many different airlines and you collect these travel miles, these travel points. Um, it's crazy to see that just some of the most basic, tiniest little cracks in the wall, and once they get access to administrative rights, you can collect any data that you want, and it's just, it's mind-blowing that people spend their time just simply looking for the tiniest little back door that your security didn't happen to look at. Right, and these and these other companies, it's like you have said in the past, the cat and mouse game. You yeah. know, they're looking. To, they keep sending up an update. That's why we get all of these iPhone updates or all the Android updates because they're they're looking to catch those and yeah. patch that up. Yeah, that's what every single update is about. They found a new vulnerability. They're trying to cover up that vulnerability. A lot of the times, it's like pulling too small of a blanket over the bed. You know, you pull this corner and that corner shows. So then that's how they get access to your feet. 
Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I like that analogy. I haven't <laughs> used Thanks. that. That's almost as good as my kitchen analogy. But yeah. These major airlines that had this vulnerability and this major, I mean, this is a massive, massive uh, point system. Sure. If every major website is using it. They have to have, I would imagine, very strong security. I wouldn't imagine a major corporation like this would be lax. They would have, you know, at least intermediate security. Um, and then one of the other ones you sent me is the hospital that recently had oh, the yeah. malware attack. A lot of hospitals have upgraded their security over the past several years because the malware and ransomware attacks on hospitals was a thing, and their data is overwhelmingly important. But could you just imagine, though, you find out that you are you were under the malware attack from a hospital like this, what was it, Prospective Medical, I think yeah. Incorporated, was yeah. the, and they own a lot of different ones. Imagine that they can't do anything because they can't get to your data. Yeah, that's why these giant corporations, they, they should reasonably have a backup of the data. So in the event of a ransomware attack, they should have a some kind of operating procedure of how to handle this. And it should just be basically nuke that server, copy over the data from your most recent backup. Um, I, and they're actually, uh, a friend of mine, he, uh, he has since retired and we used to have it here and you know, there was one in Chatham. I don't know if it still is there or not, but it was a, uh, uh, emergency data center. Oh. And he had 50 or so major customers who he held on to backups of their stuff. And if they were in, let's use Lahaina, uh, Hawaii, oh, and yep. their data, their operations have closed. Right. They are not Physically open. closed. Physically like, yeah. closed. They can't do it. Uh, it was really big during Katrina that uh, that it happened. And he flips the switch, downloads the information to their computers. 30 people show up to work. Their phones operate the way they need to. They have access to the data that they need. Yep. All of that works. If you can set that up, you can easily set something up that has a mirrored yeah. copy of this that is on a hour to two hour delay so that you make sure that there's no issues when it copies all the information because that's yeah, the issue the, that's the problem with this one yeah. is when it did it had a real-time backup but a real-time backup backs up the real-time problem right <laughs> yeah and that in this so way here all their data it, right the backup was encrypted as well so so this way here yeah absolutely most of the time businesses like brian speaking of where it's just a central it's just a, a server farm essentially their number one priority is security yeah. like they guarantee an all of their contracts that, I mean, these are physical devices that several different companies right. have backups on. You can't have access to other companies' backups. You cannot have right. access to other people's backups. That's just... Yeah. So security, be, is, yeah. security is a and, huge And I'm deal. surprised more hospitals, especially with having... The, the weakest link in any uh, system mm -hmm. is you. Yep. You're the problem. The person sitting behind the keyboard is the problem. <laughs> Actually, um, oh. <laughs> it was the—I think it was the points system one. Oh. Uh, they were there was a, an encrypted key that they were sending back and forth that was using all of their that was encrypting everything, and they actually found out, yeah, uh, it was easily guessable. The passcode was easily guessable. It was the word "secret" itself. 
What? So everything was fully encrypted, but to unencrypt it, you had to enter a passcode, and the human error is the weakest link. Yeah. The human error is always the weakest link. And, uh, and the, old, uh, the old acronym that uh, we in the industry <laughs> use is PETCAC error. <laughs> Problem <laughs> exists between the keyboard and chair. <laughs> All right. We need to take a quick commercial break. and internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to the 92.7 The BLH Show. Phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. And I want to kind of go back to the whole password thing where they were using the word secret. And I wanted to go back to if you get a router or we were kind of talking about this off air. If you get a router or something with a default password, make sure you change it. That's the best way to be to protect yourself. And just just so everyone is aware, there are two different logins and passwords for the routers you get, like your general one from Cam, uh, from Comcast. When you go to connect your wireless device to it, you can change the username and password. So you can change what name your Wi-Fi shows up as to everyone else and the password to access it that way. We are talking about once you connect a device to that router, you actually open up like Internet Explorer, Edge, Chrome, Firefox, type your IP address into the browser, and then you're now in the router itself under the administrative features. We had a gentleman who came in, and he didn't remember any of his information. We were trying to set this up for him, and Leo just pulled up the administrator login. He went to all of these devices have a default username and password, and if you do a hard reset on them, a physical actual reset on these devices, it always goes back to that default admin and password. So there's a list of all this stuff available online. Leo just pulled his phone out, typed in the model number, found the default username and password, type that in, boom, he has access to the the behind the scenes of this person's router. So Leo was able to see the name that he changed it to, the date he changed this name, the password that it is currently set to, any other kind of security features that you can enable or disable. And if you have access to the router and you can just see the IP address, you can change that sort of stuff. So it's very important for you as the user to change that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't know how, get get somebody yeah. to help you, somebody that's a little bit more tech savvy if you're not. Quite I mean, it is literally as easy as I just sort of explained right. it to you. Connect to the device, type the IP address in, uh, you log in with the default username and password. You might have to look that up online, but otherwise, once you get into it, it's well, pretty user-friendly as far as changing and, and stuff. Well, so, sometimes that and, stuff makes people and, nervous. It, of and, course. And, and yeah. all routers, if you go to your Internet Explorer and you type in 192.168.1.1 right. or .0.1, it's one of those two. The third digit is zero or one. Uh, that's how you get in. Right. Yeah, and and like I said though, a lot of times, a lot of times though, people get nervous with that stuff. They they're like, I'm not you, sure, and you I don't can't want, mess it up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to change the wrong thing, and yep. and and I get that. So that's why I said if you know somebody in the family that's a little tech savvy, to go in have them help you with that. That way, and then write it down. Absolutely, yeah, that's the main thing is write it down. Especially I mean, if you don't know how you got into it, you use <laughs> you use the manual to get into it because it comes with a, a little 
literal paper manual that tells you this is how you get in and this is the password. You draw a line through it. Don't scribble it so that you could still see what it was. But draw a line through it and put the new username and password and have it be something that is unique but easy. Yes. Yeah, so you like don't necessarily My it. dog is, you know, spot. Yeah. Right. And, but use a use a you know an at sign instead yeah. of the O. Yeah. Exactly. You could you could do several different things to make it, but make it something that you do not want to have it be this random conglomeration of letters, numbers, and characters that you will yeah. never be able to remember. I not password. I one, two, three, four. The websites that offer you strong passwords just by default, but yeah, they're usually just a random assortment of letters and numbers. And, I'm they don't mean anything to me right, at and, all. And sure. I like those as long as the computer's gonna remember the password. All right. Because if the computer doesn't it, and you don't, then you're just yeah, you got a password. But it reset. shouldn't be on something that's incredibly important. Yeah. Because oh. you could always do a, I forgot my password. I have to do that for my uh, uh, iPass login. Oh, okay. Because I never remember the password. Uh, for And they make you change it every time you go in. That's the worst. Yeah, that's, and, that's and really like, the worst. That's oh security vulnerability. So, yeah. Uh, so I always have to change my password whenever I go into it. So I have to change to something new, and I let the computer remember it, but it only works for 30 days. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really annoying. Uh, and... The bank. Uh, it's the same thing with the bank. If they make you change the password, it can't be one you used in the last twelve months. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's the same yep. same thing I've I've had with the bank too. It's Which like, most the general user is just going to go, okay. If my password is smiley face, next time it's smiley face one, then it's smiley face two, then it's smiley face three, then it's yep. oh, did I already use smiley did I face skip four? Five? Did I skip seven? No, what uh, number am I on? Or some of them won't let you do that because it's too similar. Yeah. So they do smiley face January, yep. smiley face February. Because that is yep. very different. Yeah, it is. It's different. Different. a grand scheme of Diff- things. But it's still... Is it secure? It, if, you, if your password gets leaked, now people figure out, oh, I saw <laughs> this password, smiley face of January, I saw February. Well, I'll try March, you yeah, know, or exactly. I'll you try know, April. their password, let me go down their scheme of passwords that they've created. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I do like how Brian mentioned earlier... Uh, a passphrase is usually the most secure. It's much more secure than like one or two words. But you said like, what was it? The dog has brown spots or something like that. It's it's like a phrase, a sentence. Yeah. You can change it up however you want. Most of the time changing like the most common ones. So like an A to an at or an yeah. O to a zero. Those don't offer any additional security. They're actually, they're so commonly replaced that it's, you just have two guesses instead of one with them in the middle. Uh, but a passphrase and usually linking it to whatever website or program specifically, so like at Facebook, at Instagram, part of the password, that will help you know if it ever shows up in a data leak where it came from. Oh, I see. So if you... And if you're... Another thing, too, I think to keep in mind is if you are on social social medias, make sure that what you have visible isn't something that somebody could take 
and you have a passport similar to that. So they could look on your social media and say it was, he was born January 10th, you know, 19, whatever. And they go try to go guess that for the password because well, now and, they see that on your social. And do remember, your your social media gives a lot of the clues that oh, they're yeah. going to ask for on mm-hmm. right. the, like the where challenge were you, side. Where were you born? I can, find out, I can find out where you were born, when you were born, what your brother's oh. maiden name was, what school you went to, what your dog's name is, what your kids' names are, what your uh, spouse's favorite color is. You can find all of that out on social media. Absolutely. So just remember that those challenge questions are great until I can go research you. Yep. Right. <laughs> or or even Google you, too, because a lot of times you, when you Google yourself, you'll find out, oh, he was married on this day. Yeah. He was married. There's his full name. There's where he was from. You Imagine you do a Google search and you find out they have like a LinkedIn profile and you go to it and boom, there's their high school, whatever what? college classes yeah. they might have taken. And mascots. Yep. Oh, yeah. Once you know the college yep. they went to, you can find out what the mascot sure is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Because the mascots <laughs> generally don't change. I mean, one of the features of Facebook is Only you put in all of ones. your locations <laughs> of where you've ever lived at. So if one of the questions are, well, where did you live when you were 12? Well, if I go to your Facebook and if you have put that information on there, you have I given me that access yeah, to your, absolutely. your questions. So. Or I was from, you know, whatever. Say I was from Chatham. Oh, we got a caller coming. Whoa, caller coming in. Hello, you're on the BLH show. Hello? You know, one of the things that I... Hello? Yep, you still you're there? on. You're on. Oh, okay. So one of the things that I found when it comes to passwords is, is that you're talking about a passphrase. You know, you can create a postamble and a preamble. So in other words, a, like a suffix and a prefix. And yeah. use that very commonly, but then change everything in between. And so it's a little easier to remember your password that way. And if somebody learns one of them, the chances they're going to be able to figure out all of them pretty slim... Plus, with the with the opportunities to use two part logins now and 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 authentication codes and everything else. Oh yeah, I think it's getting a little harder for people to deal I, with. I agree. I, I'm wrestling with the uh, the decision to get a, a ubiquity key, which is a an RFID chip that goes on my keychain. So whenever you need it, you just plug it into the USB port of the computer you're on, or hold it up next to your phone, and it's your authenticator. Oh yeah. He he dropped. He dropped. Oh, gotcha. I, I'm actually wrestling. Do I want to go to that high end of security and be? I mean, you're at the very very top of BLH, so security is the name of the game at that point. I mean, well, then and then too with the with these keys, a lot of times they have you back them up now, so that way if you get a new phone, you can restore the keys. Yeah. And so how how secure is that? So somebody wants to break into where it's being backed up because the backup's online, they could download your key. So could they no, still... No, this is actual physical oh, key on phys- your keychain. Oh, wow. Okay. So when it says you we're doing two-factor authentication, do you want me to email you a code or blah, blah, blah? You just plug in a USB. It, it has no, a USB spot. So it plugs into the computer, laptop, desktop, whatever you're using, and it says, oh, Okay, you are Brian. Or if I'm on my phone and it needs it, or my iPad, you hold it up and it RFIDs it, and it it says, okay, you are who you are, and you're good. Hello, caller. You're on 92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. Yeah, I dropped off because you didn't have his feed going through the telephone, and I couldn't hear him. Of course you didn't, So, you know, one of the things I've noticed is that a lot of password keepers, like Keeper, um, will actually store your two-factor authentication. 
<laughs> so oh, okay. now I can. Oh, well, that's not fun. Sorry. Um, so store my two-factor authentication somewhere else safely. What was that? Caller? Uh, that the, the password keepers, my keeper, will actually store your two-factor authentication keys for you so you don't have to keep on your phone. But then, uh, again, we're still looking at a single point of failure if somebody gains access to your password keeper. They would have access to you your authentication your, keys at that point. You could tie your password keeper to your ubiquity key, and then yeah. Do you have your radio? Do you have your radio on, caller? I do have my radio on. Can you turn it down a little bit? I th- I'm wondering if that's where the feedback's coming from. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why it's on because, truthfully, the uh, car usually turns off the radio when I'm talking. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, that's modern technology. Sometimes it works exactly Wait, like we it's troubleshoot to? on the fly. Awesome. Have you tried restarting your car? <laughs> do you do the update? <laughs> um, but I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Two-factor, multi-factor authentication. It is the most secure way to have things as of right now. Uh, if you want to log into something, it just needs to go to some other device, some other service that you have oh. access to. Hello, you're on 92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. Yeah, good morning. I have a BLH uh, desktop computer. All right. And I know they, they don't come with the wireless cards. So right now I have a USB wireless. Yep. You guys install the wireless cards, and if you do, how much does that cost? They're usually $25, depending on... Uh, what kind of computer you have on the ability for it to go in. If it's one of those micros, it's very difficult, which is why we use the USBs. But you can bring it in and we can see what we can do for you. But yeah, the, it shouldn't be any more than 25 The computer bucks. is going to hang up on you, though. We, we, we have to take in. a quick commercial break if you want to hang on the call caller, and we'll pick you up when we get back. Welcome back to the 92.7, the BLH show. I, we have a caller still on hold. We're going to go ahead and grab this. Hello. Thank you for holding. You still there, caller? And I was ask, asking about the uh, the wireless card for a, a desktop. Yeah. The tower. Yeah, it shouldn't be any more than 25 bucks. Uh, if it's one of the mini towers, they're usually a lot more difficult. So um, we recommend the USB wireless adapters at that point. If it's like a... a a micro tower or a full-size tower, we should be able to install one, no problem. So just bring it out to BLH. We'll take a look at it, see if we have anything available, and it should not cost any more than the $25 cost. You do that same day? Yep. And one other quick question. Uh, I'm looking at a laptop. Do those come with a mouse, a wireless mouse, or a wired mouse? Um, we, we do have wired mice available and parts are included with any of our machines. So yeah, laptops, we do say if you need a, if you would like a mouse, we have them available. Yep. We, I don't think we have any wireless ones at all, but we definitely have wired mice. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. No problem. All right. Thank, Thank you, caller. Thanks for that. Yeah. I, I use a mouse on my 
tablet and laptop as well. I just think that trackpad or the little, the little, uh, I can't think of the name of it, the little nub. Yeah, I I have a little problem with the trackpads. Like it goes everywhere but where I want it yep. to go. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes I can use it in a pinch, but as a regular using it, I, I need a mouse. I'm the same way, and I like the I like the wireless mice better because I feel like when I've got the wired one there, it's like I, I feel restricted. Yeah. I like the the wireless. Just something like, else that's just yeah. slightly in the way that's just a little bit of an inconvenience. That, um, that was something we talked a lot about last week with all of our home automation stuff and how some oh, of it yeah. is certainly laziness, but a lot of it is is really just convenience. Yeah. The biggest difference between like a smart home and a non-smart home is really automation. Automation and security; oh. those are pretty much the only things right, that absolutely. make the real difference. And you can make a non-smart home or an apartment if you are a single person who live in your own apartment. You can make that into a smart location as well, just by purchasing certain devices and some kind of centralized hub. Yeah, um, I've got like the the switches in our house. I've replaced a lot of them so that way I can control them right there on the on the phone, which is is great. But then again, you open up that. That yep. door, well, can somebody hack into it? Can somebody yep. do this from their their phone, their device? And I always love going back to, I mean, it's been a couple years at this point, but we talked on this show about there was a... Uh, uh, casino in Vegas who had all of their user data stolen through a thermometer in the fish tank because it was Wi-Fi enabled. The only thing it did was accept data and then pass data along. There was no real security to it or anything. So we talk about making your place a smart place and having the internet of things where just random various things are connected to one another and that just that does create security vulnerabilities. So the more automation, the more convenience you add to your home, the more you should be concerned about security. Oh, yeah. And it's always a good thing, too, with with the security um, is always check for firmware updates or Mm -hmm. software updates because they're always finding another bug. So you always want to make sure that you're patching that or like with uh, the iOS just recently, I think today it was, my iPad said there was 16.6 release. So make sure that you get that done. You keep that updated. And 17.0 is the next one that is right around the corner. Uh, They announced that that would not be available for the iPhone X, the 8, and the 8 Plus. Right. So those are essentially losing support within the next year or two. So Um, make sure if you're looking for a new phone... you might want to upgrade. The 12 yeah. or up would be yeah. is good for at least a couple of years. Uh, yeah. The main thing that I noticed about that article you sent me is that this is the first version of iOS where developer mode is available oh, yeah. for free. Most of the time, there's a yearly subscription for it. Um, you're you don't sign up for developer mode just for fun, just to you know, just to have. If you you're actively looking for like security vulnerabilities, you're looking for ways that the phone will fail itself. Uh, I mean, you you are actively making your phone vulnerable. You are making it. It does consume more resources because there's a lot more going on in the background. Uh, Developer mode is not for just the general everyday user. It's for people who are looking for issues in which they can report to Microsoft. A lot of times you can get paid to do that kind of bug hunting sort of stuff. So that's certainly something to look at. But I did think it was interesting that this is the first version of iOS where the developer mode is free. free. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Since they, like you said, they always have to pay for it in the yeah. past. And most of the and time, it's not. It's not just a general update that you or I want. It's right. something I would have to actually go through, look for, yeah. download, and install on my phone, and. 
it opens up so many more doors is why it's not it's typically not available for everybody huh yeah. interesting yeah i've never i've never looked into the developer mode before i didn't even know how much it it cost in yeah. the in the past because I'm not I don't design I'm not apps. really a developer yeah. either. Yeah, that's, I don't really do a lot of coding. I don't do the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I'm fine with. I use a, a sandbox. I use a PE environment in Windows, so we definitely sure. test things out. I do like seeing if there are ways to break the system, but I'm not necessarily. I'm not going to look at like your your beta oh, yeah. that you have current and see if I can find any flaws in it necessarily. That's sure. that is above what I care to do. So. And speaking of Windows, uh, Windows 11 is killing off Cortana, yep. going in favor of AI. It seems like everything's kind of going in that yeah. in that direction of the the whole AI world. Yep, they call it Copilot, so it, they are just changing out one piece of software for another. Cortana was supposed to be a smart piece of software. And I mean, it, it is relatively it, good. It yeah. was it was very good search feature for just your Windows in general. A lot of times it went through the internet when it, you didn't want it to, so there were definitely some issues with it that way. Um, this, it, they are implementing the chat GPT and all that is is a language learning model. So it's just uh, an AI program that they will have built into Windows 11 as is, and it just helps. It's just a tool that helps right. you on, you know, in your searches and looking for files and looking for things on the internet. It, it, from what I've seen, this will certainly make life a lot easier for people, even if you don't necessarily realize it. It's just, oh, and some people may not ever use it. I never really used Cortana. Yeah. To in the past before, and I really haven't used Chat GPT. I probably, yeah, I probably should just to test it out. But yeah. I, I haven't. I'm one of those. I just do certain things on my computer, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. The main concern with Chat GPT is that it has been inaccurate. There have been a lot of reports of it giving either false information oh, yeah. or hallucinating, is what it's called when a computer and AI, when it creates, it makes up its own information. Um, so there's certainly it's it is a tool. Right. It is a tool that if you don't know how to use it correctly, will be bad for you. If you know how to use it correctly, will be good for you. So uh, I do hope to see them kind of fix it a little bit, make it a little bit more consistent, a little less errors. All right. Well, how do they cool. get a hold of you? Uh, they can come to BLH Computers. We are at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We will be there until 5 p.m. today, accepting recycling, repair, anything that you need us to do. We are at our 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville. They are closed today. And then I think it's 436 South Main in Jackson.